Today on the King of Real Estate Investor podcast, we have Michelle Bosch, who is the co-founder and CFO of Orbit Investments and a full-time real estate investor since 2002. I'm not going to lie, Cameron. I was blown away by, by this episode. She is way more than an investor, way more than a real estate investor. She's an incredible entrepreneur. Uh, an incredible CEO and has scaled multiple companies now to seven figures. I, I was incredibly impressed. Uh, some huge takeaways for me. What about yourself? Yeah, same. A lot of golden you know, nuggets in there of things you can do here and there to really help yourself and your business out. But the key for me was her insight on scaling. Like yeah. everybody wants to scale, want to go from here to there and from there to there. And it's like, how do I do it? How much money is it going to cost me? How long is it going to take? She really hammers in on that in fine print detail, which is nice and helpful. I mean, if you're listening and you want to scale and you're failing to scale, or you just feel like you're in over your head, give this podcast a listen, get out a notepad and paper uh, or pen and write some notes down because there's very tactical steps that she talks about on what you can do if you want to scale out of your business or scale more of your business or scale into another business. I mean, yeah, she's great. You know, I do think what's interesting, you know, we talk about passive income or investing in real estate for passive cash flow, or, but you know, it's, I think a faster way is to learn how to build businesses and companies that then give you a passive lifestyle because you can, you can build teams and companies that are supporting a growing company. Mm -hmm. And these are the things that have taken, you know, like there's only, there's only two ways to learn this. You either go through the hard work of banging your head against the wall and failing and learning this and spending money, or you can learn from the experience of folks like Michelle, who've already built three companies over the last 20 years. And there's things in here that man, I'm telling you, cause I've learned some of this the hard way and she's sharing this and you can hear in my voice, how excited I'm getting because I realized, guys, this is the stuff that's cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of hours to learn this stuff that she's just sharing. And so please, 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 like you just said, take out a notebook and get ready because this, this episode is going to blow your mind. So yeah. uh, without further ado, let's get Michelle in here. Enjoy the episode, guys. Talk soon. Kingdom Real Estate Investors, if you have not gone to OneConnectionAway.com, then you don't know that we have been promoting and just finished a live 90-minute webinar where I shared the exact strategies and secrets that have helped me go from college pastor to full-time real estate investor and purchase more than $100 million of multifamily real estate. But not only me, I also shared the secrets and strategies of those inside of our Kingdom REI Mastermind that have helped them become CEOs to attain financial freedom, to actually leverage a business for Kingdom Advancement. We've gotten incredible, incredible reviews, and so we're going to do an encore coming up very soon that I want to invite you to attend. If you have not already attended this, go to OneConnectionAway.com. That's OneConnectionAway.com to grab your seat for our next live webinar so that you can learn exactly what we have to quit your job and begin to live life on your own terms through commercial real estate. OneConnectionAway.com. Let's get into the episode. Welcome everyone back to the Kingdom Real Estate Investor Podcast. This is your host, Ellis Hammond, my man, Cameron. Cameron, how are we doing? Hey, my brother. I'm doing well. How are you doing today? Doing great, man. I'm uh, excited for this episode. Uh, I just love powerful stories, uh, especially of powerful women who uh, 
actually have came to this country and through faith, through hard work, through uh, diligence, persistence, have created something massive that not just is benefiting them, but benefiting others. And that's who we got on the show today. This is Michelle Bosch. Welcome. How are you? Thank you so much, Alice. How are you, Cameron? It's an honor to be here with you both. Um, I'm super excited to just dive in and and tell you guys a little bit about, you know, my world and, and what I'm doing and, you know, how faith has been a part of our journey every single step of the way. Yeah, no, me too. And I think what's cool, you know, we uh, we have a mastermind of coaching. You've done that as well. So I'm actually just kind of selfishly like, I want to know how more how you guys have built that, what that looks like. It seems like you guys got a really good niche. And we talk a lot about niches on this show and and, and, and attracting your core audience. So I'm really curious to hear more about that journey. And this even your take on the real estate market too today with, yeah. with all things with all things shaping up. And so uh, before I do that, let me just pray for us and ask God to bless our time. And then we'll kind of jump in. Father in heaven, we thank you. Thank you for Michelle. Thank you for the way that you've uh, shaped and guided her in her journey. And I just pray that uh, it would be a blessing to everyone who's listening today, God, that in uh, these times you might encourage us, you might challenge us, you might give us the faith that we need to continue to press on, to overcome hurdles. Uh, and so we thank you for this time. I pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Give give our listeners a little bit of context of kind of how you came to this country. and uh, And let's start there. Okay, awesome. I'm actually originally from Honduras, Ellis, uh, Central America, in case you don't know where that is. It's one of those tiny little countries, five little countries in between North and South America. My husband is actually originally from Germany. We both came here into the U.S. as immigrants, came here to study. That's how we met. Then, you know, we did what everyone else tells you to do, what, of what the American dream should be, which is to go get a job, buy a house, and we started working, you know, for companies that thankfully, you know, were able to uh, sponsor our working visa and then eventually our green cards. But before having our green cards, we were definitely, you know, three, four, five years into it. And our efforts, our time and energy that we were putting into those corporate jobs, even though, you know, they sounded glamorous and our titles sounded glamorous our paychecks did not match our, our time and effort in those jobs. And so we started looking for a side hustle. We started thinking, oh my goodness, you know, back home, my father had purchased a piece of commercial property that had generated income. He actually passed away when I was very young. And that piece of commercial real estate was able to really keep my mother afloat, allowed her to even, you know, be able to send me here to the U.S. and pay for my education. And so I told Jack, why don't we start looking into real estate and what everyone thinks of when they think of real estate is house flipping or rehabbing a home. You know, that's what comes to most people's minds. So we started looking into that. We had a junker under contract. Uh, granted, we were both 100% travel in our, you know, in our respective jobs. And so it was kind of hard. There were a lot of complications of not having boots on the ground, not being from the U.S., not knowing how to estimate repairs, uh, you know, how construct, how houses are built here and constructed. And they're there seemed to be quite a bit of like hassles with, with houses. Somehow we stumbled into uh, a property that was a, a, a piece of land. Uh, we were able to buy it for like 400 bucks up here in Northern Arizona. We go up there, we're putting a stake on the ground and the neighbor comes out and he says, oh my gosh, I've been trying to get a hold of you. We had just purchased it from the seller. We've been trying to get a hold of you and without success, and we would love to buy it. And if you take four grand for it, you know, we, we would love to add this to, you know, to our property. 
And because we had zero negotiation skills, we're like, yeah, we're taking that because we had it under contract for 400 bucks. You know, we had purchased it for $400. So we did that and it was a quick $3,600. And we were like, oh my gosh, it was, it was like the carrot that, you know, that kept us going and um, 4,500 pieces of land later, you know, with an eight figure land business, about $75,000 in passive income, just from land notes alone. I can say that that was incredibly transformational to us, uh, which is kind of funny now, considering that we were both not born and raised here, that we kind of like reinvented, you know, the American dream using land, even though we were far away from our birthlands, you know, and now this is home. Now we're U.S. citizens. We started that back in 2002. We continue doing that. Land is our like, our little land cash machine is like we like to call it because we flip very quickly or we flip also using seller financing so that we can create some of that passive income. But then, you know, 2009 came around, started investing in single families here in the Phoenix area, then, you know, expanded to a couple other markets. And then in 2016, you know, as we has, have grown as investors, as people, as, the, as our faith in ourselves, in our capabilities, in the goodness of others, and the unknown has grown, we have kind of like gone up the asset class ladder, if you, if you like to say it that way. And in 2016, we started invent, investing in large multifamily, 100 plus units, and, uh, and land just continues being our land cash machine. And, and then from that is, I think, where at some point, you know, you have freedom of money, you have freedom of time, you have freedom of relationships, and you start thinking, well, what, what am I doing here on this earth, you know? And you start thinking about your freedom of purpose. Like, what are you here for, really, truly? I know that, you know, we have been of service to every single seller, to every single buyer. Uh, we've created, you know, triple wins in the multifamily space, in the single family space, taking care of our tenant base, uh, you know, creating first in class communities and being of service to, you know, whoever the human has been in front of us. But we felt that there was more. And um, that's why we started now also teaching. I know you were interested in, in, in learning about how we started coaching. And, you know, our, our expertise has been and has always been, you know, the land flipping. So we do have a, a coaching company that we consider a legacy. We're on a mission to create a thousand millionaires from from land flipping And I know that I'm personally here to really like raise the prosperity consciousness of the planet using my great work, which happens to be flipping dirt. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like, you know, the story of how real estate has been the most uh, transformational vehicle that we could have ever thought of. And and we kind of stumbled into it. Um, There was, of course, a, a lot of dissatisfaction and pain from being in our corporate jobs that motivated us to start looking but it was it was the right it was the right path for us from a from a time standpoint do you spend more or do you have more capital allocated towards purchasing land or flipping land Uh, in terms of allocation of time and capital is it more towards multifamily now or land so the land is kind of like our cash machine and that's what we use to create you know cash profits because yes you can go and start investing in multifamily right away and start syndicating and leveraging other people's money. Uh, You know, that's not how we started. Like we, anything that had to do with something that had improvements when we started 20 years ago was, you know, above our head. So my part, you know, in my journey, it was 
It has been the land that has allowed us to create cash profits and, and passive income. And then we've passed those cash profits into single families and into multifamily to create, you know, what we like to call our, our you know, our balance sheet wealth, you know. So one has been our income statement wealth. Yep. The other one is kind of like our balance sheet wealth. And the educational business is our legacy. It's us being able to, you know, recirculate our wealth, not just in, fi in finances, but in wisdom and knowledge and capabilities, uh, in courage and strength and faith to others. Um, and so I would say that right now, we spent uh, quite a bit of time in the land and, and in the educational business. And what we've done in the multifamily space is we have uh, just hired... Um, about six or seven months ago, two acquisition managers that are helping us. We have an asset manager, we have a transactional coordinator, somebody in charge of investor relations and so on. And, uh, and Jack and I kind of like, you know, we split the, the, the work of the underwriting and preparing or the financial package to get the, the, the project, you know, uh, really closed. But uh, a lot of our time is, is no longer in the, you know, in sourcing the deals and talking to brokers in the multifamily. In, in, the, in the land business, we also have a head to the horse there. And in the educational business, uh, we just hired also 10 months ago a VP of operations. So we have somebody in the nitty gritty of the everyday. And of course, we're involved quite a bit. Uh, in that, but um, but now we have people that have gone through our coaching program that are now master coaches that are also relieving us from having to do the you know the one-on-one -on -one coaching ourselves. And and for us, that's pretty much by design. You know, we now have a daughter; she's 14 years old. Jack and I want to spend much more time with her, especially right now as she's you know going through this transition of you know her teenage years. And yeah, and and continuing to look out and and seizing the opportunities that the market is going to present right now in the multifamily space. So so yeah, that's in in terms of time and money. That's kind of like we bring the cash from one to the next asset class, and that's kind of how we use people as our number one asset to really help us manage, you know, those three lines of business. So, you know, that's really interesting. I'm glad you said that last line there because I interview a lot of people and like, I can tell when someone is just a good entrepreneur and knows how to take the principles of scaling a business from one, ver you know, from one vertical to another vertical to another vertical. And a lot of what you said, and I think, and this is really interesting as you think about the, and, and maybe we just stay here today. Yeah. Um, because I do think this is really important as, as there's a lot of different people and a lot of different people in different areas of business, but I don't think we talk enough about leveraging the asset of people and having a vision of I'm starting this company, but the goal is to be passive. Like the goal yeah. I think is, I mean, is to leave a legacy. I think about any great company, you know, we read about this in, in good to great, like all of the great CEOs of our time leave the company better than 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 when they started right there's someone yeah. to take over yeah. and so yeah and there's and there's you know this word scale alice is 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 thrown around quite a bit and i think when people talk about scale what they're normally talking about is scale in terms of scaling your business model either acquiring more clients in mass or create you know acquiring more deals and, and sourcing more deals in mass and so on. But that's just one aspect of scaling. Mm -hmm. Really the, the hardest, which has tested every fiber of my being has been scaling our companies, which is the people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, which involves, you know, hiring amazing, talented human beings that, you know, really 
understand our vision, our mission, buy into it, want to be transformational. Yeah. So see, now you're talking about language. This is kind of stuff. This is the next conversation I get excited talking about of like, how do we scale the people? So I want to, let's go back a little bit. Like how early, and so you've done this three times now, clearly you've been successful multiple times. So this is going to be good in the camera. The camera knows when I get excited. I'm like, I, I'm excited. Um, so, yeah, a lot of people are, are, I already know the questions. Yeah. This when is, can I afford to hire somebody? I mean, it's, yeah, it's just there. Well, so like, let's back up a little bit. And I want to know how early do you start thinking about the scalability of the roles? And I love that distinction of we're not just talking about scalability in terms of the activity in the business or scaling the portfolio, uh, but the, the real scale of, honestly, the, for you to exit out of being the, the main driver, how early in your companies, and, and maybe this is different from the first one to your third yeah. one, right? But Wait, there's, oh, a lot of hard knocks. Yeah, but so let's talk the about way. the ideal now that you've learned a lot. Like how early do you start thinking about that and implementing that? And what does that look like to not just think, but start putting things in place? Like what what happens first? Okay, so so let's 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 start by talking about, you know, any business has four stages of growth. You know, there's startup phase, there's build out, there's build up or build up first, build out, and then, you know, maturity or mastery, you know, and, and, and now I can say that in hindsight about my land flipping business, we were basically the people doing all of the production in all four stages. And at some point, okay, we, we really want to blow this up and we want to step out and it's putting processes in place, bringing people, you know, in, and, uh, and, and for us really, you know, if I was to do this all over again, the very first person I would hire would be a salesperson. And that is going to give you so much freedom because if all revenue and all sales and all, you know, depend on you, then really your business should be experiencing the exact same freedom that you're having as a human, as a person, your business should be experiencing that same freedom. And if, if your business depends entirely on you, it's, you know, it's, it's, you're really exchanging hours for dollars. You continue to do that, yeah. Right. So, um, so, so I would say that that's the per the first person that I would hire would be a salesperson. Um, back in the day, it was still Jack and I, you know, talking to both our sellers, to our buyers, uh, talking to title companies, you know, making sure that the transactions were going through, um, and serving as transaction coordinator, dealing with paperwork, and and so on and so forth. And, um, and so that was our experience back then. And I think it had to do with the fact that I think when we start as entrepreneurs, we start as rugged individualists, rugged individualists that do not have faith in the goodness and the great intentions and on the training that you are also capable of doing and giving to others. Yeah. And um, I, I almost call it, I, I almost want to think of it like a, you know, a, an extension of faith. It has to start with you. Can I do this? Can I do this one deal? Can I do 20 deals? Can I do 60 deals? Okay, can I now extend this faith to not just me having the courage, the capability, the commitment, and the confidence to do it, but can I now extend the same confidence that I now have in myself to another human, yeah? And that's when real you know, building of a leader of another person comes in. And then from that moment on, then on, in our next business, we're like, okay, we're going to do this so much sooner. So in the multifamily space, you know, we had, um, we've always had a transaction coordinator. The asset manager has been a re recent addition and we had an acquisition manager when we started. And, and right now we just you know, hired a couple more so that we could divide and conquer, you know, in different regions and the two or three markets that we want to be in, you know, heavily. 
And, and so we started it different. We, we didn't start doing everything ourselves in that second business. Mm -hmm. And now in the third business, we're like, which is the educational, we're like, okay, we, we know that it's important to get out of production. We know it is important to also have, you know, a management level. But in this third business, what I have learned is how important it is to have an executive leadership level. And, um, and if I could go back to, oh my God, you know, to my first business and my second business, um, I would have, if I know now, you know, if I could apply what I know now back then, we would have scale that even faster, you know, and with much more ease and so on and so forth. But what I noticed is right now with the educational business is that by having, you know, this executive leadership, uh, you as the entrepreneur, as the owner, don't have to do a lot of the pushing that these incredible high caliber executives really pull the organization up. So let's start. This is like, we, I can't wait. Let's we're in the show and figure out more time to talk to, by the way, Michelle. So um, what, I'm never, I, so we run a coaching company, mastermind company, but I, and I know a lot of folks who do as well, but I've never really considered an executive level in that regard. So let's, let's talk specifically about that. And this, by the way, guys, is a completely selfish question, but it can help you. If you listen to things we're yeah. talking about here today, this is really significant. So I hope everyone's paying attention because if you're serious about growing and scaling a business, it's the same across the board. This is specifically about coaching and masterminds, but guys, the principles are the same. So please pay attention to this. Mm -hmm. So they are the same. Business about, is business. Exactly. hundred percent. And so let's talk about what this executive team looks like for your coaching and what, what those roles are and, and, and how you form that. I, I really yeah, want yeah. to dive into that. So, so, so first, if you're coaching the very first person that you need to basically uh, you know, find a replacement for is, is you, if you are the person coaching. So Ellis, if you're coaching Cameron, if you're coaching at some point, you know, you're going to bring other people to success, you know, and hopefully because you're, you're coaching them, you're collapsing time, you know, for them, you're really navigating them through the landmines so that they don't step on the landmines and they're going to basically get to your level much quicker. And uh, for us, this is how we have been able to basically get out of the coaching ourselves is by bringing other people to success, getting them out of the corporate rat race and, and becoming full-time land investors. And what has happened to us is that we have done it in such a way that has been so transformational to them that now it, they're, they're inspired to do the same for others. And now, you know, people have raised their hands within our coaching program and said, I would love to coach for you you know, would you take me? We don't take everyone because one thing is being a great entrepreneur and being an amazing investor. But another one is actually being able to deliver and coach a person and, and teach them what you know. Yeah. So, um, so that's the very first, I think, uh, in terms of scalability and getting yourself out, you know, in a coaching company is, is, is really being of service and devoting yourself to really bring others, others to success first, because, uh, that is number one, going to allow you to have an amazing testimonial and allow you to possibly bring somebody on board that, you know, in their free time, because now they're really experiencing freedom of money, time and relationships, wants to devote a percentage of their time to come back and, and give back and bless others, you know, with, with the freedoms that they're experiencing. Um, and so that's number one in the coaching company. Then, um, and then if you are trying to acquire new clients, acquire new coaching students, you're gonna have to have a sales division as well, a sales and marketing division. Um, in this world that we live on right now, it's gonna have to involve, you know, in the marketing aspect, it's gonna involve 
copywriter, digital marketer, video person, you know, your ability to understand paid traffic, organic lead gen, and so on and so forth, you know, in, in, in terms of sales and marketing. And you're going to want to have, you know, a person that um, understands your program really well, uh, that understands the transformation that you're offering for people really well, so that they can really be a spokesperson and an ambassador for you. And, and that can really, at the end of the day, you know, have a closing conversation with somebody that is thinking uh, about really changing their life. And, and it's not an easy decision. You know, the, the, the prospect that you have on the other line, they're probably going to make two or three big decisions in their life. And number one is going to be who they're going to marry you know, the home that they're going to purchase. And number three, this incredible investment that they're going to make in themselves to really change their life. So if, if you find, you know, uh, the people that really understand that and, 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 and that don't take that lightly, that um, and, and that really want to serve and know that, you know, on the other end, once they have, you know, acquired a, a new coaching student for you, it there's going to be a coaching division that is going to take care of them, that is going to go all animal, that is all in on them, rain, shine, uh, you know, whatever is happening in the world, that they're going to be there for that person. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're going to be able to sell with, with conviction. They're going yeah. to be able to help you scale your business. Your, you know, the person that is marketing for you is going to be able to do the same. Um, so, so for us, it's been finding basically the people that at that level are going to be doing a lot of the production, whether it be sales, marketing, coaching, even IT, yeah, because uh, we offer also a, a software. We There's not a whole lot of people. We're kind of like very different, Ellis and Cameron. We're like this um, hidden gap in the real estate market, and uh, we think different land people not everyone is attracted to land. Let's, yeah. let's put it that way. So we, we couldn't find a software that did exactly what we needed to do in order to, you know, to follow deal flow. So we just developed our own proprietary software. So we have an IT division as well within, you know, our educational business. And then we realized, okay, we were still managing all of these people. And to be frank, you can only manage really, really well uh, underneath you five to seven people. When you have more than five, you know, people, it starts getting nutty. And so you're going to have to have somebody that is, you know, your manager in sales, you know, the person that is going to be uh, doing, you know, one-on-one -on -one huddles with every single person in your sales team every single day. Uh, you're going to need in marketing the person that is going to be doing all the scheduling, planning of promotions, email management, and, and so on and so forth, you know. Uh, on the coaching division, you're going to have, you know, pot leaders and a head coach probably that is helping you making sure that the latest and greatest of innovation uh, is being brought to the coaching student, that if a coaching student needs an intervention, uh, you know, because something, because they're stuck, whether it be an actual strategy that they're stuck on or mindset wise that they're stuck on, that they're able to basically, you know, surround that person with, um, with, with, with support, with 360 degree support. And, and, and you're gonna have to have that second layer then of, of people managing the people below, yeah? And then once you have that management level, you'll still have, you know, six or seven heads now up, up there that you're still wanting to manage. And now you're gonna need another, another, another level. And for us, it's been a VP of operations, um, a VP of marketing and sales, and a VP of education. So three heads. So let me ask you this. This is excellent. So Ellen, you're on the third one and you've realized you need all these things and you know how to acquire leads 
and yeah. you know how, to, you know, you figured all that out over the first two, you're in the coaching. I'm curious to know, did you, did you prove out a revenue model first and then kind of use your growing revenue to bring this on or knowing that you, you already knew this was coming. Did you begin to kind of put this team together and then scale that way? I'm just curious yeah. on now, so, you, you know what I'm saying? Like now you're in yeah, the third so one. I, I, I want to, first, I want to say that we first needed, we, we are fully bootstrap. We don't have any debt. We don't have any outside investors. This is a, a business where Jack and I basically at the beginning, because we didn't know what we know now, we're following what a lot of people are out there are doing, which is creating a course, which is great. It's amazing. But for most people, it will become shelf help. Right. And out of, out of our own frustration of seeing how many people, you know, would buy a course, which is a complete course, we don't hold anything back, but because they don't have the accountability and the human intervention, like success, Ellis, is not a natural journey. Success is filled with you having to muster the courage to overcome an obstacle, having the faith uh, to walk into an unknown and so on and so forth. And sometimes when we don't have that faith ourselves, we need to borrow it from others. Yeah. And, and so for Jack and, and I, we knew that we couldn't continue just pushing out there, you know, courses when we knew based on our stats that, you know, 80% of the people never even open a wrapper sometimes, or even log in you know, uh, to, to actually consume the content. And, to, and so for us, at some point, we decided, you know what, we're going to do the opposite of what everyone else is in the industry doing, which is they're trying to scale a course and sell a, as many courses as possible. And we're going to put this on its, on its head. And, and instead of trying to give you the least possible to make the most, we're going to give you the most possible uh, chance of success. And, and that's how our flagship program of a 12 month coaching program really was born from us wanting to not just have an opinion about what's wrong in the industry, but wanting to become peerless by actually bringing to the marketplace a solution that we knew would work. Yeah. So we, we started the 12 month coaching program. We divide actually that coaching program in 90 day sprints that are pretty much mirroring the face of a business, you know, the startup phase in the first 90 days, you know, their build out in the second 90 sprint, your build out and your mastery in the last quarter of, you know, of, of being in coaching with us. And so from, from that, because coaching is incredibly intensive, uh, human intensive, you know, um, it is at usually sold at a higher price point. So now that we have been able to establish ourselves, you know, in terms of being able to produce amazing results for our students, I can now perhaps think about again, going out there and conquering new worlds, for example, on social media and becoming an influencer and getting people a little taste of, you know, of success with one or two deals with, with a course. But, uh, but, but we, we basically, we started originally like that, but we're like, no, this is, this is not the way to go. Um, I would love to, you know, really not just you know, be successful because I'm selling really well, but I want to be successful because these people are having incredible results, um, are not camera shy about coming on a testimonial interview with me, about shouting it from the roofs, about becoming affiliate partners, in, in, you know, inside of our ecosystem in our community and bringing family members and, and referrals and, and to a 
to a certain uh, time, you know, up until a certain time, our growth was really from that, from just doing a good job in terms of bringing results to people and, um, and then just referring others. Um, that's kind of like how we have grown. That's why, you know, you're not going to see us with a million followers on TikTok or even though we just started right now, uh, you know, uh, playing and dabbling in, in, in that space and so on and so forth. But it's, it's come from, um, you know, putting our heads down and, and, and using um, a lot of mental energy and a lot of hours into redesigning and, and designing a program that, that we knew, you know, makes us sleep well at night and that we know at the end of the day is going to do what we want to do, which at the end of the day is I want to raise the prosperity consciousness of the planet with my great work. And in order to do that, I, I have to give the best of me. And I always think of, you know, money and I even te teach that to my daughter, you know, money, what is money, Sophia? There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing bad about it. And there's nothing positive about it. It's like neutral. It's, it's, it's why you're doing it. That's going to give charge to money and always think of money that if you have money, it's because you've gone through a lot of difficulty, a lot of sacrifices, a lot of lessons, a, a lot of hard knocks, you know, in life, but you've had also a lot of victories and triumphs and success. And so money has really the best of you in it. So, so treat it properly, treat it, you know, with respect and, and treat other people's money with respect, especially when they entrust you with, you know, uh, like I said, we're, we're not cheap because it's a 12 month coaching program with a high price point and give the best of you. So that's kind of like, has been our, our philosophy in terms of like the scaling it's, it's first, you know, first we were doing all the coaching ourselves. Then we brought a lot of people to success. They became coaches. Then we started, you know, okay, can we cannot be the ones always that are going out there and doing a webinar to try to create, you know, a sale. Can we bring in a sales team, you know, a marketing team, then head, you know, managers, and then, you know, three people on top. And uh, at some point, uh, you know, both Jack and I want to also step out completely. Uh, right now, he's still acting as CEO. I'm CEO in the educational space. But our day-to-day -day involvement is not, you know, as as it was when we first started the educational business slowly, you know, and, and so and, on. And I, I think, and there's a, so many important lessons, by the way, I, I just love your story. Like I, I just, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to tell everyone about you. I think you should create more content on the internet. Cause I don't see you enough on my Instagram. Yeah. Feed, so like you, you, I, I need to, I need to, time. like I said, I need to start learning how to speak in sound bites and time, uh, getting myself like, out you know, there. like you got, you got to take a breath every now and then and like create some more content on the internet. Cause like you're fantastic by the way. Um, Thank you. so, I just love your story, but I also to kind of pull some lessons out of that because you said a lot today is what you've done. It looks like you've done this across all your businesses. And I think it's a great place to scale for everyone listening is you have created a great product that works. And if you're going to scale something, you know, there's a lot of talk about scaling. But if you don't have a good product and offer that doesn't replicate success, it's hard to scale anything no matter how good you're at. So first, you've, you've always created a good product, land, multifamily, nail coaching that works. Yeah. And when you can replicate your results, right, that's that's most important. It's just like if you're in the multifamily syndication business, if you can replicate returns for investors, exactly for investors can, and be right, great stewards you, of their money. Absolutely. 100%. And then you can begin to scale on top of that. It's the same thing with our coaching business. We have results. We're buying deals. We can replicate how to raise money, how to find deals. And then as more people learn that, they can teach that, right? And then you can kind of begin to step more, you know, you could... Because the whole goal, and I think in any business, is you're good at one thing, right? Like for me, mm -hmm. I'm good at 
raising money, talking with investors. But if that's if I if I can't replicate my results, if I can't create systems and processes that allow other people to do the same thing, my business will never grow. So I can't stay there. I have to figure out how to replicate those results, step out of that role and move on to the next thing. Yeah. And eventually as you become CEO or begin to act like a CEO, you know, you're beginning to replicate business. You're beginning to replicate. I mean, the one thing that I think most CEOs you can't replicate is, you know, thinking like there's a there's the, you know that's the ultimate goal i think of the ceo is to only get paid for thinking and yes. once you get to that and, it's and, like and anticipating what's coming your way around the corner months before so that you know now we have a team of 86 people across three lines of businesses i am responsible for 86 families yeah <laughs> you know i need to be able to anticipate what's coming and already be working on you know, projects that are going to accelerate and bring us to the next level of growth. Um, and at the same time, having people underneath me that are stabilizing that growth. Uh, usually, I, I, I want to say, you know, a CEO is, is pretty visionary and uh, strategic and uh, is not about uh, a whole lot of efficiencies, you know, uh, and innovation is, is, is messy. There's chaos. It's, you know, when you're innovating, it, it's like those two things uh, usually you don't find those two things in one person is what I'm trying to say. And so you need to uh, look at, you know, and have some self-awareness and, and realize, okay, you know, what, what is my unique genius? What, like you just said, you know, your unique genius is in fundraising. And so uh, assemble a team around you that have a unique genius in the other areas in which you're weak versus you trying to do it all yourself. How many millionaires have you created, Michelle? Oh my gosh. So we have right now a, we, we, we started three years ago already starting to measure. Um, but prior to that, you know, uh, we, we were not measuring it, but we are very close. We're like our, at around 720 something, you know, uh, people that have gone through our program and that have already a, basically amassed a net worth of a million dollars just from doing land flips, just from doing land flips, whether those be cash profits or um, basically a note balances because they've sold their land on, on, on terms using you know, seller financing, them capturing a down payment that almost offsets what they paid for the property. And then uh, you know, people making monthly payments every single month you know, for the duration of the note, whether, whether it be five, 10 or 15 years. So whether it be a note balance, basically in accounts receivable or notes receivable or in cash, um, and um, we're not thinking that, you know, that now our, our mission needs to actually grow uh, bigger, that we need to start thinking bigger about that because, Let's you know, you're almost, you're almost yeah, a thousand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and that's where goals up, Michelle, they're yes. too small. And that's where, again, faith comes into place. You know, can I, can I think about now, instead of, you know, just bringing somebody, you know, to that seven figure mark can I uh, replicate now an eight figure mark, you know, for, um, I don't know, 500 individuals. Can I, could we bring them, you know, to that? And perhaps that's, that's the next step is it's, well, you know, at figures. the same time though, I mean, I, you know, here's what I would say is I listen to you more. I mean, seven figure, eight figures. Yeah. I mean, that would be cool. But I think too, what, what I think is more impressive about you that I think is you could replicate is not just how to help people increase their net worth, but you clearly are a great entrepreneur and you've learned how to lead and lead others. I think if you can, if you can replicate that into other people, then they can go into whatever vertical they want 
and yeah. be successful. And I think that's probably the thing that I've learned that's, you know, it, and you realize this because now once you understand these principles and you learn how to build people and raise up people, build businesses and raise up people, then you're, you're like, you're dangerous in the sense that like you control your own economy, right? Oh, like, yeah. but if, cause if I only teach people how to invest multi, you make your own economy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So I, I I'm just kind of speaking, you know, uh, encouragement to you. I'm like, th there's a power in you and that you know how to grow and develop people. And that is, I think an area of like, you know, how do I help people build their own businesses, their teams, yeah. Yeah. you know, step out of that. So there's really something there too, which I would love to hear you speak more on. I think that that's a great. Um, I'm actually having a presentation next week. I don't know when this is going to be, you know, the, the recording is going to yeah, be. Yeah, probably released, not next but, week. <laughs> yeah, but um, I'm speaking at InvestorCon. I'm sharing actually the stage with Kim Kiyosaki and a, a handful of other amazing women in real estate. Amazing. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Team building, basically yeah. building a multi-million dollar team because you're right. That That is really, I think for all entrepreneurs, what would allow them to unlock the next level of freedom because um you know the the american dream is no longer in my opinion the picket fence with the two and a half kids living in the suburbs uh, the, the the american dream right now is really time freedom mm -hmm. and uh, and that cannot be done without an amazing team that is performing at a high level that's another thing one thing is building a team, but then building a high performance team is, is a completely different story. That's where, like I said, I, I, I have been tested at every, at every, at every corner, at every cell of my, of my being. And it's been amazing growth for me as a person, as well as a leader, uh, considering that I didn't um, set out, you know, when I was completely unhappy in my job. To, to become one, you know, I'm an accidentally, accidental leader, really, that, that one day woke up and <laughs> looked behind and people were following. Yeah. Uh, so, so Michelle, you're right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. I just want you to know, guys, Michelle and I never met before his first time, but I just tell you what, there's a lot, there's a lot that um, I am, uh, I'm just excited about knowing you and I look forward Thank to you. figuring out ways we can, uh, we can do more things together and yeah, excited absolutely. to share stages and I'd be uh, happy a, to also any help that I can give and I can be of service to you so that you can in turn bring more people, you know, through your masterminds and through your, you know, coaching program and get them to really unlock their potential and a new level of freedom. I'm here for you. I'd be happy uh, to. I, I see a couple of websites we have here, but what's, you know, what's, uh, I mean, clearly I just, you know, your Instagram guys, if you're not following her, I'm sure if you, looks like most times if you just search yeah, up Michelle Bosch official Bosch. is what I'm on, on Instagram, Michelle Bosch on TikTok, on, uh, on Facebook. But if you go, uh, we usually every six, every six to seven weeks, we offer a free, um, five-day masterclass. If you go to landprofitmaster.com, you can register for our upcoming one, or you can go to landprofitgenerator.com and, you know, take a free class there as well and learn a little bit more about, you know, who I am, who Jack is, who our team of, you know, the top 1% really of land investors across the country are, and, and not just what ninjas they are in the land space, but the amazing human beings from a heart-centered, you know, perspective, they are in terms of wanting to give back and really build others as well. Landprofitmaster.com. Yeah, landprofitmaster. Because uh, that I, I know that I'm in three lines of business, but I'm going to say one thing. If I can say and put this last words in is like, 
we all as entrepreneurs suffer from entrepreneurial ADD. You need to master one thing, do that well, put a head to the horse, and only until then you move on to the next thing, you know? I um, couldn't agree more. My boy, yeah. uh, Jordan Rayner has got a good book on that called Master of One. Check it yeah. out, Jordan Rayner. Yes, 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 absolutely. It's uh, it, it focus. Uh, it allows you to really simplify to be able to multiply because if you're basically diluted in your time and efforts across three different, completely different things where you don't have heads to that horse or you're doing everything yourself in three different things, you kind of like advance one inch and you never see those wins, the windfalls, that widespread increase that, you know, that, that we are promised. Uh, you don't see it because your energy is diluted. Yeah. 100%. The thing that yeah. took my my company to seven figures was when I realized I had too many channels, too many avatars and too many products. And I said, I'm going to pick one avatar. Yeah. I'm going to have one product and I'm going to have one channel. Yeah. And that move right there yeah. took me from a 10 K company to a hundred K plus company per month. Yeah. And I cannot, what she just said is so important guys. If you're under a seven figure company a year, the answer is simplification. It's simplifying to do. I do one thing. I have one avatar, one channel, one avatar, one product. Like yeah. I, that's it. It's like, don't complicate it. And I think what is so true in your, your journey, it, you started with one, you did that. Then you did the second thing. And then the third thing It's like, but, but you didn't start all that at the beginning. And so I think that's really, really key. And I think that's really important to emphasize. So thanks for sharing that. No, my, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me both. And like I said, I'd, I'd, I'd be happy to help you out in whatever, in whatever endeavors you guys are doing in terms of like helping you understand, you know, uh, just, um, you know, the, the lessons that we've learned, you know, from having, um, you know, this, this really customer centric um, uh, coaching business model that, you know, entitles in, in, in a master coach, a land expert, an accountability partner to surround somebody with 360 degree support so that we could have the, the results that we're, that we're having right now. So yeah, no, I love happy to help. yeah, well, thank you again. I look forward to uh, speaking more and finding some opportunities to share, to share your story with, with a broader audience. So thanks again. Yeah. Thank Michelle, you so we'll much for having me, Alice. Thank you so much. All it right, was great we'll meeting you, Cameron too. Bye-bye. Yeah, Likewise. Bye.